Wait, hold on. Let me finish. No, let me finish. Welcome to Let Me Finish, the weekly podcast where we discuss what the hell's going on in pop culture, current events, and everything else in between. We are your hosts. I'm Janice. I'm Stacy, And I'm Jillian. Grab a glass of wine and let's get started. 14 16. Oh, girl. Y'all, I'm losing track. We take off one week and I lose track of what episode. I'm sorry. Episode 16 (laughs) of Let Me Finish. credit. (laughs) I'm your host, Jillian. I'm Janice. I'm Stacy. All right. Um, So we took a week off last week. We had a lot of stuff going on. So we we apologize for that. We just had to take a quick break so we can take care of some business. And now we're back. Um, Let's talk about what we did. This, I guess this past two weeks. The last two weeks. Yeah. Well, I was a bona fide mover on last week, Sunday. Yeah. Oh, bona fide mover. Y'all. Yeah. So we had to, you know, we went a little bit of shopping in Stacy's house for stuff that she's getting rid of. <laughs> so we were able to come up with some excellent pieces. And so we had to haul some stuff around. Um, Stacy's pretty much moved in. Yeah, I'm officially moved in. Yeah. So she's, we're actually recording at her new house. It's yeah. so beautiful. Yes. Very Thank beautiful. Um, so you know, that was that was a pretty big, big thing. And then I think everything else, I'm still chugging along work. I'm getting back into the routine of my workouts, which I'm really excited about. I feel like okay, having that time off, I, I really struggled in the beginning. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting better. I'm getting better at yeah. planks and all that stuff. I'm certain I did a lot of upper body work this week. So you're getting your strength back. Yeah, absolutely. And then we we went and saw. Oh, that's the book that I talked to you guys about oh, a couple went? weeks. We yes, went, we went to see Beautiful Disaster. Um, Beautiful Disaster. It was so cute. We, I loved it. I loved really? it. I was just like, and because I hadn't read the book, was it true to the book though? Or? I can't remember. The, okay, so <laughs> actually, the beginning because I actually reread the book. Mm-hmm. So the beginning of it was very much true to the book and very like quotable like a lot of quotes from the book the end they like combined like three different events in the book in oh, the end okay. so but they just didn't have time to go over it all i guess so they couldn't really you know it was only Going like an detail. hour and 50 minute movie mm-hmm. so and the book had so many big things so they just combined them okay and but i mean the ending was different but it was still good it yeah. was still good and, and and it made me actually go back and read now i'm actually reading beautiful wedding oh and then i'm gonna read walking disaster and then i'm gonna read almost beautiful okay. oh oh and there's this book okay so stacy there's this book it's called perfect addiction okay and it's the perfect series okay. so i actually feel like we should all read it and talk about it. And talk about How it. How many books in a series? So I think it's like four. Okay. And Beautiful Addiction is actually a movie now on <gasps> Voodoo. Oh. Wait, wait, yes. wait, wait, wait. So which one is the first book? Is that so one? The, the, the first, hold on. I, I have to I look it up. Read, I need to go. Let me look it up. Book. The Perfect Series. Because I was like, okay, well, because the commercial for the movie looks so good. And then I went and I said, but it looks kind of like a book. And then sure enough. Um, is that with the MMA fighters? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's I don't like, think <laughs> I don't think all of them are MMA, but I know Perfect Edition is about an MMA fighter. So the concept of the book and the movie is that the girl is an MMA trainer, and I think I've read this book. And the guy, ahead. really? Okay. When and you then said the MMA trainer, but I have, like, but no, there's because a lot I've, of I've read a lot of MMA books. I've, I went through but my this one in particular. MMA, so like, the synopsis is. Um, she's an MMA trainer. She's in love with one of the top MMA guys. 
and she, she lives she lives with her sister no oh, okay. no she lives with her sister so then she walks in and her sister and the oh, guy God. are together okay, no, and I then his know. rival is like number two i guess like his rival she starts to train him because she needs somewhere to live because she moves out and then they slowly fall in love okay good i'm yeah. i'm down okay. i'm down so we can like Read the book and then watch the movie. I love yes. that. So the first, hold on, yeah, Cla- Claudia Tan is the is the author's name, and the first book is called Perfect Illusion. Okay. Okay. And then, oh, there's a 1.5, which is Perfect Ruin, then Perfect Addiction, then Perfect Redemption, and Perfect Christmas. Oh, coming out that sweatshirt, the wine got to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's getting hot. <laughs> I already took off my It jacket. is a little warm in here, but they have the heat on, but I think because we're drinking. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, it's, it's that too. I mean, we even though like, it's not that much. I what, do we have like much. two or three before we even started? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so y'all watch, read, so I think we can start yeah, reading the so books. I'll start reading the so books. should we start with Perfect Addiction first, or should we go with Perfect Illusion? First, what it, whichever one is one. the movie's based off of, because I like to read the book, oh, then watch okay. the movie. Well, then just, or, whichever or just one. Or read all, all the books. Well, we can then. read all the books. I, I bet they're short reads. You know, if, we all read fast. If yeah. it's a continuation of the same couple, then all the books. I think it's all different couples. Oh, oh then I just the one that the movie's based on. So then. let's just read Perfect Addiction first. Mm-hmm. Let's schedule to read that in the month of May. Okay. okay. Perfect. But yeah, so we had a really great time. We went with, with Ashley. And like I said, it's been such a long time since I've read the book that I kind of forgot what it was about. But then once I got into the movie, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And just certain things I yeah. do. And so, um, and I, I, I said this before, I get that book confused with another book. Thoughtless. Thoughtless. Which, oh. But that, that guy is a is in a, in a rock band. I He's a guitar player. I Kellen. Love. Kellen, my baby. Yes. Kellen so, Kyle. Yes. Kellen Kyle, that's my yes, baby. So I kinda, you know what I think is so funny? I hate to cut you off, Joel, but so I'm a reader and I have been reading my whole life. I started reading when I was 13, books I shouldn't have read ever. <laughs> but, <laughs> what is, I think one time. Erotica. Yeah. What is, oh, it's Wait. a guy pen name. And somebody told me about it. And I'm just like, it's a black guy, and he does a lot of romance novels based off black people of color. Eric Jerome Dickey. Yes. Oh yeah, I read all them books. <laughs> Stacy actually helped gave me some of the books to read. Wait. So, and I have been reading. For, I love to read. I can read a. I can read multiple books in one day if I don't have anything to do. Mm-hmm. I just love reading that much, and I love the Thoughtless series with Kellen Kyle. And I'm mm-hmm. a whole grown mm-hmm. ass adult. Yeah. And these are they're like younger and I young adults. Don't but feel like those books are as young as they come I, across. Well, because they have a lot of great fi- character development. But what yeah. I think is so funny is like my oldest daughter. She's 24 now, and she did not like to read. But I remember I'm like, just try, just try it. some of these books, and she read that. She read Thoughtless she first. She read the Thoughtless mm-hmm. series. And then all of a yeah. sudden, this girl got her Kindle. She all up in my Kindle, getting all my books. I'm like, well, because once you find, <laughs> once you find your genre, I'm like, hold on, your niche. Some of these books are a bit much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of the books Stacey has read is some, a bit much. Yeah, she my, she's described some, some books. I have in my Kindle. I'm like, Ooh. I'd be like, wait a minute. That's and see, that's the thing. I have a Nook, so I keep all my my smut books on my Kindle, and I your like smut the other books. Yeah, I call them my. I like them my. A little more they're edgier. Just, they're just romantic novels. That's what they're called in the section Genies. of Barnes and Noble. So it's, just <laughs> it's, it's definitely not what our mother reads. Which what is her? I don't Catherine know. Anderson. I don't know, baby, because mom <laughs> even gave me yeah. some of books. Where I was like, yeah. Some of her books are good, <laughs> but I'm really and like, I, she's come behind me. Um, Lori Foster. Mm-hmm. Her books are good, and I wouldn't call them. Sm- they're definitely romance novels. They definitely have some intense scenes, 
Mommy was eating no. them books up. Hold up. You know what I hate <laughs> about what I hate about her books? Who's on Jennifer's books? Catherine Anderson. Little. I'm reading those books and I'm like flipping, flipping. I'm like, where is when? the sexy like, stuff? When are they gonna get to it? At the end of the, I'm like, oh hell no. Uh uh-uh. uh. That that's that. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I feel like in Beautiful Disaster. It took them forever to get together in the actual book. Like you have, you're literally half, it's like a 450 page book. You're probably on page like 210, 220 before you got to them actually finally being Yeah, together. but I think with Beautiful Disaster, I still really loved it even though they made us wait so long for them to get together because of the, the, the banter and the flirting and the back yeah. and forth and yeah. the will they, won't they kind of thing. I really love that tension that they I built. their too. development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it actually, so when, and then there was so much book left after they were together. Yes. So I do. I like but when they Thoughtless, have good character development. Thoughtless, the Thoughtless series. Holy shit. Like that was that, good. The, the, like talking about not liking your heroine in a book because that girl drove me crazy. crazy. Yeah. And her name was Kiara or Kiara. Kiara. It Kiara. Was, and I was like. What do he they loves call you. The, the yeah. yeah she was, because she's your heroine, but she's like, um, girl, not she's the antagonist. So, I guess she so, kind of is the antagonist. So no, because she, she could not, she's pretty much going between two guys. Two, two guys. guys that are best friends. Mm-hmm. So she, yeah, there are times where I'm like, girl, you make up your mind. And she just wouldn't. She I, wouldn't. She know, didn't want to hurt wish, one or the other. I wish they would have given... Um, Oh, what's the what's the guy that she was originally with before she met Kellen? I forget the guy's name. I wish they Danny. Was it Danny? Danny. Just plain um, nice name. It was Danny. Oh, I don't remember. I wish they would have given Danny his own book. I think I they did. That, I don't remember him getting his own book. Because they made a Griffin he, book. But not Danny. And I believe they made it I believe I they made her it. ex. Let me look. Because I know he had a, he ended up having a girlfriend and all that kind of stuff, but I yeah. felt like he always still kinda had feelings. Oh, for he her. definitely was still in love his with her. His name was Dan- Danny. In my mind, that's how she was. Danny. I think I think it was Danny, but I'm not hundred percent sure. It's been such a long time. Oh, you know what I never read too? And then so thoughtless is her point of view. But I read I read his point of view. They had a thoughtful, which is his point of view. I never actually got to read that. And then Untamed is the one about Griffin. Griffin. I read them all. So yeah, I guess they didn't do a series. They didn't do one with him and I just kind of What is painful? There's a book called Painful. Same author? I haven't heard about that. Let me see. Well, this might be the one about um, the boyfriend because I'm telling you, it, it was painful to watch, <laughs> to to read. You mean? Because I was, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because I mean, I feel like I watch it in my head. Yeah, me too. Oh, that's true. I'm very. <laughs> me too. Very visual like, in my head. So I, I always visualize what I'm reading. Like in my mind, her voice is so whiny. <laughs> Callan. <Danny>. Yeah. <laughs> so, Anyways, so yeah, that's our book section. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've been in a reading slump lady, and so I'm trying to get back in. Me too. All you so. got to do is find the right book to mm-hmm. get you back into it, because it always happens that way for me, because I always go through reading slumps, and then I just have to find that one book that reinvigorates my reading soul, yeah. and then all I can think about is, I want to get into another world. I yeah. want to go to another world. Yeah. <laughs> but I almost get, like, in the, like I read a book that's so good mm-hmm. that it almost puts me, like, in a slump. Because I can't find something. You can't connect to the other new characters the same way. You're still thinking about the other characters. Right. So to me, some books are so good Mm -hmm. that I will never forget those books. And it almost, it's like a feeling of, I guess, high. I don't know. Like I get high Mm -hmm. off of reading books. Me too. Like you can just immerse yourself. I've learned so much from reading books too. Well, it helps me because like I feel like with my anxiety or anything going on in my life that's like just 
overload yeah, you can and it's like i can literally sit down on my couch in my bed and, get and just get lost in a completely different story mm-hmm. yeah and not have to think like, about I went anything through a whole and i like, almost feel like you're in the story i went through a whole phase where like all the books i were reading was about drug lords yeah oh, really? I, and, that's, and then i'll do that <laughs> yeah, i'll do that i'll yeah. like go from mma fighters to drug lords yeah. to mafia. millionaires mafia books. yeah yeah yeah, mafia yeah. Books. yeah and then i'm like i learned so much because i like, have oh, so that's how the cartel works oh Okay. I have like, so many because I read a Navy series that well, was good. I read Navy series. So I think too. I gave those books to you to read. But um, is that a Laurie Foster one? Or? No, it was a random one I found. You know who's another? So Laurie Foster, but the Laura Stevens or something. She has mm. some dirty little books. They're good. Yeah, there's another author, Maya something. She 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 also has a Laura Lay Maya Banks. Mm-hmm. Um, Maya Banks, she does a lot of, you know, I call it my smut. smut I feel like Lori Foster is like my in between. Like, like, there's like Fifty Shades of Grey and there's Katherine Anderson. Like, Lori Foster's in the middle of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've read books that Fifty Shades of Grey is just like tame. tame. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how, like, I think Fifty Shades of Grey is my limit when it comes to the smut. Because it, get, it can yeah. get to a little too much. I'm like, okay. Yeah, there's a lot. But Stacey can go to that limit. Because I feel like even like in, um, was it in, in Fifty Shades of Grey, like by the second one, I was like, so do you guys, it's like literally every other word they were having sex again. I was like, okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that does get boring after a while. It was like every three pages yeah. and you're like, okay, so do y'all have a relationship outside of the sexual part or what? And it's so funny. So it's like the character development is important. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So with Fifty Shades of Grey, I think it's just because it was so popular like damn like they, she it's went like into what people re- wanted yeah so. so it's that this this elevated fantasy um but for me i mean i think hunger games really even though it's a young adult book really yeah. re-kicked i had a reading slump and that reignited it for me um because they were coming out the movie i'm like Mine oh let Twilight. me yeah and it's just like i felt oh they're coming out with the movie let me go ahead and read the book and first of all the books were way better then the because you're, everything is from Katniss's point of view, so I felt like I got more detail. Yeah. Um. But Catching Fire of all the movies, Catching Fire was my favorite. I feel like Catching Fire was, was the best one, and it stayed the most true to the book. So I, I mean, another yeah. good author that y'all should check out. Her name is Kennedy Ryan, and she's also uh, she's a black I've, author. I've oh, heard Lord of her. I've heard of her. Kennedy I have to go. Ryan, oh, I, I have I to will go tell check you, out. And I will tell you which uh, series to read. This is the, okay. This is one other series that hit me the same way the thoughtless series hit me okay so, cool which, what series is that it's i have to think I, I can't think of it right now but the author is kennedy ryan i'll i'll let y'all know and, okay yeah. kennedy hey. ryan and then the last series i want to bring up is um which i love and i definitely think stacy you need to read them both of y'all do but i think the supernatural stuff you'll you'll appreciate I, I really you like but you do read some life okay, of anna okay life of anna life of anna but okay. I know that was I haven't weird. read that one. But I can do that's supernatural. That's, sick, that's that Don't book that her, that's that book that her and Lakin read. I was like, <laughs> this is too much. Like she read me an excerpt. I was like, Joe, excuse me. Listen. <laughs> Listen, don't read that book. Like, oh, so that's a that's a no go. Oh, now you don't want to suggest no, it to people. I'm gonna remove it from my Kindle ASAP. <laughs> but yeah, it's called um it's J.R. Ward. She has multiple series, but the one that got me super into reading was called uh, Black Dagger Brotherhood, and it starts with uh, Dark Lover. Okay. The entire series is be- is just amazing. She's such an amazing writer. Okay. okay. All right. Perfect. So there we go. We have a couple things to so check out go Kennedy, on our Kennedy Ryan. Kennedy Ryan. Kennedy Ryan and J.R. Ward. Yep. 
Um, okay. All right. So Stacy, I know you said that you had a chokehold, uh, something that really caught your attention this week that you wanted to discuss. So what's that? Oh, it was about um, the uh, high school student, uh, Ralph Yarl, mm-hmm. that went to the wrong address. Right. And he basically was <laughs> shot. damn near executed. Uh, he was shot mm-hmm. in the in the head and again in the arm. And thank goodness he survived. Yeah. And I just feel like the society we live in, I don't understand how it even happened. He went to pick up his uh, younger siblings Mm -hmm. and he was just off. Like, I think he was supposed to go to 115th street and he may have went to 115th terrace, something simple. Yeah. I think it's the same address, Address, but but the difference is street street versus terrace terrace or something. Mm -hmm. And he rang the doorbell. That was literally all he did. And before he could even blink, he was shot in the head Mm-hmm. And then shot a second time in the arm. Yeah. And uh, the mm-hmm. guy that did it was an older, older man. I older saw man. Yeah. Um, he was like 80 years old. Mm-hmm. And he said that he feared for his life because mm-hmm. someone was ringing his bell. Well, someone was, he said that someone, his story was that someone was coming, opening the screen door or whatever. But the kid who's alive and talking actually said that he, all, he never touched the door. He just rang the doorbell. And before he knew it, he was shot in the head. And what's crazy to me, he was shot in the head and then again in the arm. And he actually crawled away and mm-hmm. went to the next door, the house next door. Nobody answered mm-hmm. the second house. Nobody answered. And the, I think the third house is where they actually helped him. But from what I understand, when he got to that house, they made him like stay on, like get down on his hands and knees. Clearly he's been shot in the head, mm-hmm. but you know, and sad. It's so sad. Very well, sad. Thankfully, he is alive. And I know people are, have made this into a race issue mm-hmm. because it's, the, the, the guy was white. He was older. And obviously, black men in general are always deemed a threat. But I can't even say Black boys. Black boys. But I can't mm-hmm. even say it's a race issue because within the same week, there's another story about these two uh, cheerleaders mm-hmm. and that were, I guess, they're coming from a competition. They were at a gas station when they came out. One of them accidentally went to the wrong car to open the door. But when she realized it was the wrong car, she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And went back to the correct car. Well, that person gets out of their car, goes over and goes over to them. And they're like rolling the window down saying, oh, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. And he just starts firing into their car. Mm -hmm. And they're in the hospital. I think they're they're alive as well. They're Mm -hmm. in the hospital. And I think wasn't the person who there was i mean there was a uh, there was another one where um this person actually ended up turning themselves in where this person shot at a child because their ball rode into, into their, their yard, yard. And, and they that, attempted to retrieve it and he and shot he just, shot the child and the mom yeah and he was it was a, that was a black that was a black guy and so this I is our right say, to bear arms right shit. i don't this even think ridiculous. it's a race issue at this point because people just want to shoot people like, are just shooting shoot first without even asking it's, questions it's definitely i mean this is i don't think this is something that's new i think we have come to a point where because there was unfettered access to guns people feel like that is the quickest way to solve a problem is just to pull a gun. And like, you see that all the time with road rage incidents where I think this was in Florida, where it was two dads who had two of their kids in the car I saw and they that. started opening fire on each other and yes. actually shot one of each of their, so one child in each car got, got shot. shot. And it's just like, God, really would you, I would, my, my attempt when I have my child in the car 
is keeping them safe. So I would immediately try and extract myself from that situation. But I think a gun almost makes people emboldened and feel like they're they invincible. They feel like they're invincible. But I, yeah, but I think guns just escalate the situation where something as simple as, you know, you beep your horn and be like, screw you. And yeah, you I don't, move I on. don't beat my horn at all. Well, not I, people, I don't either. I, I don't do that anymore. Well, now people are like, okay, well, I'm not going to use my words. I'm not going to use my hands. Let me just pull out a gun. Like now it's, it's just escalated. But because what? before it used to be people used to cuss each other out and then people used to put their hands on each other and now it's now we're just shooting people but what would possess someone i i've, I've done it before i've walked up to a car and literally like why is my car not opening and then i look inside i'm like oh shit that's oh my like, gosh i'm like oh shit that's like so me car. and mommy did why that would once someone come and, and shoot you for that me and mom did that once we straight up got she had this old ultima and it was after one of my band concerts and me and mom straight got in the car oh, and really? sat down oh. and we're trying to like start the car oh my like, god and then she was like why won't it go in and then straight up we looked down and i saw i saw like a toolkit and i said this is not our car <laughs> <laughs> like we straight up got in so that person left her car unlocked completely unlocked and i'm telling you it was her remember her old ultima yeah, I know. it looks exactly the same and in fact mommy had the a missing color cap <laughs> in the front right and that one was, I said, I think the Ultimas of that year had like a defect with their hubcaps because every Ultima I saw that year had missing hubcaps. But I knew because we were up because I was like, oh, my God, this shit's missing hubcaps, too. That's why we thought it was our car. I just think mom forgot where she parked straight up girl. And I did, too, because I got in the car with her. You know, normally I would have been like, mom, get out of that car. It's not ours. A simple mistake like that now can cause you to lose. But that's what I'm saying. And that's the crazy part, because we were in the car attempting to start it. Can you imagine if they walked up on us and had a gun? It's it's automatic. And now we're trying to now we're trying to steal the car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And I just felt like in that situation, I mean, they she apologized and walked away. Yeah. But you took it upon yourself to get out of your car and mm-hmm. go over to them and open fire into yeah. their car. The other that's day crazy. I was I was driving and I was honking yeah, don't at do, somebody don't do that. and I was on the phone with one of my friends and she was just like, don't do that. You don't Jeez, know what's going to happen. Honestly, you have horrible road rage. Remember when we were coming? <laughs> we were downtown. We were arguing. Yeah. Literally, literally going back and forth. I damn near had a panic attack. Yeah, uh-uh. it was me. Oh, they got so scared. Stacy and mom were coming back from Restoration, Restoration Hardware. Restoration Hardware. Yeah, for brunch because yep. it was our mom's birthday and she is like going out at it with this man the man like, he started it janice i understand I'm but like, if he had a gun he could have finished it and we were in the car with you yes so we're just like janice let it go she goes no i'm uh, I, mean, I didn't follow him or anything he was following and cussing at me you were screaming and i was at cussing him. at that yeah but i'm honking. like she was honking and like there was she, it was I just think, a whole bunch of wait, stuff i think you said what you gonna do did you not say that <laughs> and i was did in the front not? seat with her and i'm like bitch you don't know what he Stop. gonna do. And I, I, I'm almost positive I heard her say, "What's she gonna do?" I said, "Oh my god!" Yeah, he can pull a gun and shoot us. Right. Stop. Literally, the only reason they didn't stop going back and forth is because he went in one direction, we went in another. Right. But it was, I was like, I like, forget what he was like, doing. People, he was completely in the wrong. Though. He was in the wrong. He was in the wrong, but it was. Just and then he wrong. started harassing me. He started harassing us in our car, not the other way around. Oh, it's Stacy's dog. Y'all. Sorry, no, guys. Don't, no Sorry. worries. <laughs> don't worry about it. He gets he gets excited when somebody's at the front door. Yeah. But I think what at the end of the day, I think in fact, whenever they um whenever they were going back and forth, there was that lady that was walking her dog and she was you could see her. She's like, Stop, stop, trying to tell him, trying to only to calm down. That's it's how bad it was. was that people that were like, walking were like trying to well, he was, the light. He was trying to 
come over on my car. He was. Yeah. So he was like literally about to hit me. No, what it was is and that he wanted Janice's me. Janice's lane was ending. Yes. And wouldn't let her merge into the next lane, which common he courtesy. Sped up. Yeah, he did yeah. it on purpose to try to block her. Which common courtesy is you're supposed to do the zipper method where you let one car in, go next. You're, that's the common and it was just us two on the road yeah and so he was being a jerk about it and that it was poor, unnecessary was like, and then he started stop. cussing me out yeah with did. his old father had, in the car the mm-hmm. son there was a son in the car yeah with the, and he had like a older, convertible uh, Mercedes yeah. I think it was mind you Janice was in an SUV I'm like dude like you're playing I mean like I said luckily he didn't have a weapon didn't pull it but at the end of the I day they're so what, quick to say but also for their life but also you're saying I shouldn't have but he was dumb too because you don't know if we have a weapon in our he car doesn't. too and we had more of a reason to feel threatened by him than no they, the other they're probably around. saying that uh we they they felt he they probably started felt- going off on me and started trying to run into my but car you definitely was trying to finish it I'm, yes like, <laughs> i ain't no punk okay all right, all right. but yeah you're right you're right because I mean, it is dangerous out here yeah please don't do that yeah situations do and we we live in dallas so they, they crazy out here um but situations can get escalated so quickly over really honestly menial trivial things that really shouldn't cost somebody their life yeah or or be seriously injured where you're shot in the head over literally a a simple mistake because to me the the older gentleman that shot the little boy like that just goes to show you why i feel like gun like licensing and like continued education on it is important because you probably would have seen that the man is probably a little bit senile. What? No, did you see? I don't need well, to be. I'm not having trying to be no mean, guns. but I looked at his eyes. I said, well, he probably he's old. <laughs> he can't see. That's like, what I'm I saying. Know. The man looks. One of his eyes. I know he don't see nothing. But his grandson eye. did come out and, and say, say yes, that he has he racist, is racist. He has racist tendencies. But the grandson, I, oh. I mean, maybe I'm looking at the wrong person, but I could have sworn the grandson looked mixed too. So well, the grandson said yeah, he, he like had a racist. He looks Hispanic, but so the guy doesn't look yeah and look how old he is like i mean i'm just saying no that is one it, eye he can't he, see nothing out of that so eye. should he really be somebody that continues to have guns at their no, home i don't like, think so this is where i'm like regulations no that's where the guy yeah. with the cheerleaders completely different this this situation like you shouldn't have access to a gun at that age yeah not looking the way you look you not, look like you're about to fall over girl you probably can't even it, drive by himself if you can't no. if you can't pa- pass an eye test you don't you, you don't need to have a gun because you sure can't don't. see who you the hell you're see. shooting at yeah and then he said he felt threatened because it was like big i'm like you're bigger than the kid that yeah. came to your door what he do you was, mean you feel yeah. threatened you didn't even open you shot him through the he probably shouldn't he, even be living alone he needs to be in assisted living mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but i mean luckily um this gentleman, like I said, he survived. He he's, did. He's, he's back home. He has traumatic brain injury, though. Yeah, like traumatic brain injury. And uh, there was a GoFundMe. I think he's raised uh, four over. million. Oh, okay. Last yeah. last I checked, it was over two. So hopefully that will help with his future care and rehabilitation. But he can walk and he's he can talk. Yeah. So and, and, and he, he looks that alarm. And he looks so good. So the, he good. definitely got, was. V- not lucky, lucky in the sense that it could have been a lot worse, and we could be talking about him at Another, his funeral versus yeah. him at home recovering. So we definitely want to, you know, send our, but I, our thoughts and prayers I out to him. I almost hate to say this, and I'm gonna make it real quick. Um, but I also feel like the guy's gonna get away with it. 
first of all, he was oh, he's he not going to get in trouble. He's too old. He wasn't even charged with attempted murder. It was something else. But I also believe the fact that he was at his house. It's they're so gonna, they're easy gonna to go say easy that. On him because well, it's he's very easy too. to say that I'm at my house. I felt threatened. I mean, the kid was on yeah. his property, so I'm I'm already like, okay, this is going to be. And like, that's when it comes to these stand your grand laws. It needs yeah. to be. You need to have equal response to threat. Right. So if somebody rings your doorbell, that doesn't automatically escalate. I feel threatened. Did that person have a gun? Do they? You know, because what's the come probable at cause? You? Yeah, for what's you to feel the threatened? what? Just ringing a doorbell, it does not constitute a threat to your life. He said he felt threatened. Someone's at the door. In that case, open the, the open the door. If that's, that's if said. that if that just ringing the doorbell, um, Jehovah's Witness, y'all need to stay home, please. Stay home. <laughs> <laughs> because speaking of Jehovah's Witness, our <laughs> yeah yeah, we're gonna talk about you know someone else who's a part of that religion who's having issues, but who has problematic pain. Very problematic. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that um, coming up. Um, so we're gonna take a quick little break, and we're gonna come back and dive into our main topic. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Let's go ahead and get into our main topic. Uh, just for some background. This week, or the past two weeks, uh, Marcus Houston has really um, had people talking because of an interview he did, and he talked about his wife, Mm -hmm. who, for some background, met, he stated that he met when they were 16. Um, Supposedly, they didn't have anything romantic going on. When she was 16. When she was 16, he was much older. Um, He's already younger. Mid late 14. Um, mid to late thirties when they, when they, when he, he was in his mid to late thirties when they met, she was a teenager, 16, 16. And he claims that that's when he met, but nothing romantic ever happened that Mm -hmm. they did not start talking until she was 18. Mind you, they got married when she was 19. So, um, somebody had brought up this real quick point, um, that even though they met when they were 16, he must have had that in his mind for him to circle the block and come back around and talk to her when she was 18 and have that romantic, take that romantic well, step. But didn't you I see that post? They were actually, because there's videos or photos of them, him and her coming, like there's one girl had came out and said, oh, she re- actually remembered them coming to her house in LA because they are Jehovah Witness and mm-hmm. in the group that she was one of the people in the group. So he was, he was he knew her the whole time. I guess they were So maybe that's why he why he says they had so much in common. Maybe that's yes. one of the things. They were um, part so of yeah, that so that group. was that is part of his reasoning that um he felt like he fell in love with her because they had so much in common that she, he felt that she was very interesting. And then to put the icing on the cake, he was talking about how he does not like dating women his own age because they feel like especially if they have children that they come if they he's not really interested if they come with children or they have baggage the older they get so red flag it's a red flag flag. and he's his explanation was is that as far as the kids part involved that supposedly he talked to his dad a lot and his dad advised him not to you know have somebody be with somebody who has kids already because they don't know what kind of drama the baby daddy is going to bring which it's understandable. Um, so that's not my... As his dad used to sit there and watch him and his brothers get molested by Chris Stokes. Okay. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, Janine. I mean... Uh, and then also, I mean, we just want to make it clear, like, some people do have that preference of not wanting to date somebody 
with a child, which is totally understandable. Sometimes some people are just not meant to be in a relationship or some people just don't want kids or they don't want to deal, like you said, that drama of that parent's other, you know, the other child. Some people just can't handle that. And that if that's you, that's perfectly fine. Not everybody's built for that. And to be upfront and honest about that, I've, I have no problem with that. Um, that's not my problem. The problem is when he talks about, you know, quote unquote baggage of older women, he feels like, um, older women, um, they feel like they are too independent and that mm-hmm. they have the attitude they have. Um, he says they have a something about their attitude and that um, they have the attitude of, I don't need you. I can do this you, by myself. Can, yeah. I don't need you. I can do that for myself. And he feels like he wants to take mentality. care of a wife. He wants to take care of his wife, which is, so I kind of understood that part a little bit. Like for me, I had an issue with the whole, he don't, the baggage and the red flag with having kids. But for me, when he said that I took it when he was saying like, um, you know, older women are like, they're more independent and it's like what he really can't do anything for them, but he wants someone that he can like, for for you to I kind of get what he's like I, he's more traditional I, what what you want and what you're saying an entire sector of our world like you're talking about older women and you just yeah, grouped them all together and you like were just that. like there's too basically they're too much he just wants someone yes. that I think he just wants someone that he can too be a man thoughtful. for yeah. and that he can like show them things they never experienced exactly or like, he wants to be the molder he wants to be the guide have in control the, and in manipulate. the life that he has with a woman and he but there are some women that won't not, even allow a man to be a man and that's okay no, no, no. And that's his that's his preference. But you now instead of saying I want a woman who is more is less independent, you sit there and say all older women are too independent. They are too this and they're too that. So I'm confused. So you don't want them to have an opinion. You don't want them to have gone through life where they had to do it for themselves. And now it bothers you that they are too vocal because that's a person. That's not a whole entire gender. I don't. When I listen to what he or age demographic. I didn't actually hear him said. I was actually reading, and they put inserts of what he said. Um, and when I heard that, I kind of just took it that he just wanted someone that he can actually be a husband to, and not someone who was just going to be like, "There are some women out there that are so strong-willed, so strong-minded that you can't do anything for them, and that they okay. don't allow a man and to be a man." What, and see Ooh. what does that mean? Wait, you just said something. I was like, "What does that mean? Be a husband to what? What? What constitutes somebody being a husband? He Making the decisions? That he, no." I got the impression that he was saying that he wanted someone that he could take care of. Like he, like some women are just like, okay, that's that not being a husband. Can you, and I understand, but you're saying, but to me for you to, and I'm not saying you specifically, okay. but cause I'm saying more so that thought process being a husband does not mean this, that you have to take care of me. Right. That's not what being a husband is. It's, it's, it's supposed to be a partnership. That's what a marriage is. It's a oh, partnership. Okay. And I, I, the problem I have with that statement as far as taking care of, when they say taking care of, typically what they, men like that mean is financially. 
And I think they want to be able to take care of a woman financially because it means control. Because you can you can you can take care of somebody without having to one hundred percent be all about finances. Yeah. When it I want to be, my be taking, that you're taking uh, care so of. So you think but, if a man wants to take care of a woman financially, that's about being controlled? Because there's some men that they just no. feel like their purpose not, is a, to take care of their family financially, not about controlling so them, but that's what they're you can take you can take when we combine our finances, you're still taking care of your family. Even if I have a job, I can uh, pay some of the bills or come in 50 50 you're still contributing financially and taking care of your family us as a couple even if it means like hey if that means that if shit don't work out between us i can step aside i mm-hmm. can go here i can afford to get my own place you know have a roof over my head pay for food on the table clothes on my back just because i can do it for myself does not mean that you can't come in and also help take care of me or financially, yeah, yeah. it just means that just because I don't need it, does there's a difference doesn't between mean need I don't want it and want. Right. What he's talking about, he need he needs that person to be financially. When I hear that financially dependent, when he says take care of, there's so many different ways when you can take care of somebody. Sometimes, and especially these independent women, sometimes I just need that emotional support. support. Yeah. That's how you can take care of me being mm-hmm. a, there emotionally for me. Cause there's so much to a relationship it wasn't, than just paying for he, the bills. Cause he didn't just say, I want them to be, you know, let me take care of you financially. He said, take care of you. And then he said, older women, they have a lot of opinions and they're a little bit too more independent. They, and he said something about their attitude and it was just um, like, okay, so now yeah. you're not just talking about taking care of me. You want somebody who is going to be submissive, completely submissive to, to you. To be completely in this, blank. In, in the sense that I don't want you to have experienced life to where you were making decisions on your own. And now I come in and I have to almost assert myself to show you that I also can help you make decisions. I can take that burden. Mm-hmm. And he's grouping a group of women saying that because you've had to do that, you're not going to allow me to do that, which is yeah. not always the case. Cause I know I'm pretty, I'm very independent, mm-hmm. but I would love to have, be able to relax and say, you know what? I'm going to allow somebody to take on some of these burdens and right. and, and help take care of me. Yes. Well, and I think that's what he was saying. He wants someone that he feel like he's needed. And that he okay, can, why group a whole entire demographic yeah, of age have, and age of, of women and say that that's the reason. Say you were in love with her and you loved her. That has nothing to do. Why are you downgrading an entire demographic of women because you wanted to marry a young woman that's that's on you nobody's saying you couldn't have married i mean at the end of the day you're 19 years older than her so it's a little weird but at the end you're trying to deflect and now say well i don't like this type of woman so that's why i went to this age and it's like well what type of woman are they you want a woman that literally is a blank canvas and that you can create you can control and, and mold into your image of what a good wife is. Exactly. And that's exactly what I feel like his end game is when dealing with someone who's so much younger than him, who's had really zero life experience. So she's 19 when they get married. So realistically, she probably moved from her parents' house to his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she doesn't have, how do you discover yourself, figure out who you are as an individual to then, I feel like you should discover who you are, what you like, what you want to do first before you can I, I agree with, totally be on agree a solid base first for you to be a good wife and a good mother. That has to be, that has to be your foundation. Right. You, you can't be a partial person or incomplete person. 
and then attach to someone else. Because ten years then from now, she'll probably leave him and that's be what like, I'm saying. find herself. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. she'll leave him. Even though you married she will her, find herself. you married her at nineteen. Yeah, I know you were you were involved with her. He met her at before, sixteen. Exa- I think before then, because no, she made it, she said, made a post. She made a post, she and she said and... two years. It was on her Instagram, and it said like two years of marriage, but almost a decade together. Because that's what it was. That post is what ignited. We're like, the wait a minute, entire the, thing. The math ain't mathing. But she, they came back and said it was she was sixteen. But that's. I think that's exactly ten, what happened. She said ten years together. It was. That's what it was. I think that's what ignited everything and what almost caused him to do that almost interview. A decade. She's like almost a decade together. Yeah. Which would mean if you're only twenty two right now, yeah. and I think it said four years of marriage. Um, and then she was like, but almost a decade together. And it was like, okay, so you started this relationship and you guys have been hiding so it this entire time. Probably. And she's probably never dated anyone other, obviously other than no. him. No. Because she was a heavy, they're Jehovah. And Witness. that's why I'm saying if he, and, and he had to bring, he had to almost bat, he bashed older women to just cover up. He did justify. come back and apologize though. He walked it back. And he should have, I because just that. like his bandmates, Romeo, um, and I forget the other guy's name, because um, Romeo is my man. Uh, but they came back and said, please it's do not take this as our opinion, because it's, at the end of the day, you can have your opinion, but it is offensive. Mm-hmm. It's offensive. Yeah, it's offensive. Yeah, I think it's problematic. And I feel like we can't ignore it, especially everything that happened with, like I said, I'm not claiming that that they're the the similar situations but the kind of the way we ignored the relationship between r kelly and Aaliyah, we kind of like we knew it was wrong but we chose to ignore it or not um bring enough well the thing with to me though because you can in many states sign to have let your kid get married at a certain age i don't think that's right no i don't, I don't. think they should allow that but you can so yeah. i think when the fact that her parents were on board with it is a lot big reason why people supposedly push it on the rug yeah her mom was supposedly but they it wasn't it, that wasn't the situation they forged her they birth forged certificate her, yeah. it wasn't until after the fact and then the reason why the parents didn't pursue legal charges against him is because he pretty much promised them a lot of money. Yeah. And that's why they never right. pursued so anything else. Your child. So pretty much. <laughs> and so I feel like in this situation, like I said, she is an adult now, but I, I have a hard time believing, especially since they got married when she was 19, I have a hard time believing they didn't have some kind of relationship that I feel would be inappropriate for someone his age and such a large age gap to have started before she was going to quote. Cause think about it. They got married at 19. When did the actual relationship? He said start? 18 is what he said. Okay. But a red flag for okay. me, if my 20 something year old daughter comes home with a man of 40 something years old, red flag. Hell no. It is. It is a red flag. It is a red flag. But at the same time, I would try to try to understand it, at least meet the man. Um, because I mean, I would, but I'm like, what do you, you're mid 40. What do you have what do you, in common? What do you have in common? You're like, what? And apparently, and that's what I'm saying. And Marcus Susan's trying to say that he has so much in common with his wife, which is why they got together. And I'm like, what could you possibly have in common with a child? Mm-hmm. Except for your religious beliefs, because she's a Jehovah's Witness as well. Mind you, um, he's how old is Marcus Houston? He's forty one. He's forty one, and she's so twenty two. He's, he's not much older than me. Just imagine when he, I graduated high school in two thousand and one. So that means that she was probably born the same around that two thousand. She was born when he was nineteen years old. She's so younger you than my tell, daughter. She's you mean to tell me that when I graduated high school, this girl was a baby? I couldn't even imagine. 
being with someone that I'm like, so when I graduated high school, Mm -hmm. you're Mm -hmm. an infant. That is, we don't have anything and we will never have anything in common. I, I, I've said that before because I would like to date older now. I'm 34. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I would like to date older because if I date older, I feel like I'll have more in common with that person. But at the same time, I feel like I'm in a weird bracket right now. But I think I can't, I feel like I can't go to twenties because you are not ready for the same things in life I'm You're ready not, for. No. Exactly. And then at the same time, if I date, I, I feel like my age cutoff right now is like 43. Okay. That's a good, that's no a good. older. I would say no older than 45 for us to have the same things that we want to do in life. Mm-hmm. Right. To you be on the I mean? same path, go on the same path. Like you know, we want to go to dinners or maybe sometimes going out drinking or, mm-hmm. you know, going to a concert. I just want to make sure like you, want to keep up with that kind of stuff with me but at the same time i also slow down so finding that balance so it's just weird to me that you can find that balance with somebody 19 years younger but also i think because they've done research on this where they've seen what is based on your um age group what is your quote-unquote eight age dating range that you prefer Mm -hmm. and there's a difference between men and women where women their age range as far as who they're willing how young and how old they're willing to date the older they get the range moves with them so the older i get so i say i'm i'm 39 so i want somebody between 35 and 45 when i get to 45 that person would be between 40 and and 50 so they're women they're, women w- their age range as far as who they're willing to change changes as they get older so but with men despite the fact they get older they want younger between you know from 20 30 40 even all the way up to 50 they're sweet spot remains exactly the same which is 18 to 22 that's crazy really and it's that it's that that almost that really sick fantasy of that barely legal age that Mm -hmm. they like and it is part of the patriarchy and the toxic masculinity where it's it it doesn't matter how old they get their their age group they're they're wanting to be with is that young inexperienced doesn't know anything because as soon as you start getting knowledge and start being independent all of a sudden yeah it's too much it's too hard there's too much work to control (laughs) hard and so they're those are the red flags i guess those are the red flags, and then and those become red flags we having a brain not saying that all men are like this but on average Mm -hmm. the the sweet spot no matter how old they get is 18 to 22 there's plenty of men i always um, i can totally see that Mm example they like young girls yeah they Mm -hmm. like young girls and i always tell people why can't you be more like everyone has seen like keanu reeves Yes, like he. I feel like, man, that's a that's a really good man right there, and he actually has a girlfriend that's actually his age. They, she looks a lot older though, but I think it's because uh, she so gra- much she grayed out her hair, so her hair is completely gray. So she, she doesn't color it. So good on her, but they're the same age. She's just natural. Like, yeah, this is me. And just to He's see them and then see them on the red carpet. They were kissing on the red carpet the other Yeah. Aww. And so he, they've been dating for years and years and years. It's just they're not married. They're not married. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know money. Have you ever heard Keanu Reeves' story? It's really sad. Yeah, he was married. They mm-hmm. had a baby, but unfortunately, the baby passed Both away. The baby and the wife passed. Oh my away. gosh! Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, and it was That's like a lot, oh, really big heartbreak for I him. I think it was like a accident, and both of them. 
I can't. Yeah, I can't remember. Like I think they lost if the you baby go back, first, and then yeah, and then go she back died. and look because he's had a lot of tragedy in his life. I think even with his like family, like his parents or his I think brother. he had a sister. Or yeah, something. like he's it lost a lot of people close to him. So for him, I just just to see him happy, just kind of kind of cool. But I'm just saying, like when it comes to quote unquote age, because women tend to when it quote unquote the baggage that men have, we tend to okay, well, I can work with this. Yeah, and whereas men, accepting. we have to be, um, like I said, I'm generalizing. This is not every man. So if you're, if, if, yeah, this, you can't, if this don't apply, let it lie, please. Yeah. Let's not um, be like Marcus Houston. Now yes. Generalize. Generalize. Yeah. Like I said, if it doesn't apply to you, let, let it, it lie, let it fly. It, I'm not talking about you, but unfortunately I feel like there's a lot of pressure the older you get where men aren't interested because they feel like, um, they're more interested in somebody who is a blank slate mm-hmm. that they can mm-hmm. have their impression on. But it's almost like, uh, Leo Leonardo, like as old as he is, yes. he does he's not, very prominent. he's still like his, some his girlfriends early, always remain not, the same age. He gets older, clear, but his girlfriends remains the same age. For me, it's not a problem for me. Like if you want to date young girls, go date young girls. That's mm-hmm. not me anymore. And he's I'm not, a grown woman. If you want to have that, have that. But don't knock me as an older woman. And that's what I'm saying. It's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You guys right. did that episode where you know Chelsea Handler, you know, older, doesn't have kids. She's a problem because she doesn't have kids and she's too happy and she's too engaged in her life. But then you know, uh, it's this. But then at the same time, if you're older and you do have kids, that's too much baggage. Yeah. And it's it's just like mm-hmm. you. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> Man, like you're, it's tough being a woman. It, it is. <laughs> it's just like being a woman in in this day and age yeah. in America. In America, um, well, anywhere. It's just like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Not, if I'm single with kids, if I'm married with kids, if I'm sing, if I'm young with kids, if I'm young without kids, it's just. It's all a problem. There's always going to be something that you're going to say. Yeah. This is the reason why you're this, that you're divorced or you're single or yeah. you're, you know, you have kids alone. It's just, there's always going to be something. Yeah. But I also think that women, especially the younger generation are like, wait a minute, I want to be happy too. Mm-hmm. And so they're no longer prior tra- prioritizing husband and children, whatever that picture is of your perfect life, your perfect day. Um, they're coming up with their own vision and then pursuing that, not necessarily what society says is what should happen. Mm-hmm. So if that's Chelsea Handler, like, I don't want kids. I never want kids. If you want to be Chelsea Handler or Oprah and be like, I know this isn't for me. And just because society says as a woman, I should want to be a mother. Please don't feel obligated. That's that's not a reason because there's plenty of children out there who are traumatized because they have mothers who didn't want them. Mm-hmm. And I rather not have a child and take on that stigma than to imprint that, that trauma onto a child. Yeah. An innocent yeah. child. I think at the end of the day, Marcus Houston is just trying to deflect his pedophilia. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. Like you might not even be like a straight up pedophile, like a, like you, like children, but you dated somebody so, that was inappropriate. Questions. They wanted the beer you're trying legal. to deflect. So I'm not really too much into Marcus Houston, but prior to this marriage with this, what was his dating history like? Like prior he, to her? like He being, really didn't have a lot of dating history prior to her. He really didn't. Now, is this not the anything same, public. Is this the same group that had the whole... Chris Stokes so thing. yeah, this, so this, Chris Stokes. Oh, so that's the thing. I the, personally okay. think that some of it's coming from. I was wondering. Okay, if that's some of it's coming from that. 
Yeah, Chris Stokes, I feel like, has a big part of it because, you know, there was a lot talk about him molesting members of B2K, which I think more of them were molested. And I think it's just harder for young men to talk about molestation at that age because, like I think Jillian mentioned, it's like if you're molested by a woman, it's almost like a high five type of thing. Like, why right. would you complain? And if and you're molested so by, wrong. yeah, and of course, it's very wrong. But then if you're molested by a male, it's like even more so of a taboo to where it's like, don't talk about it. So I do feel like with Marcus Houston, because from my understanding, from what Rasby says, he was molested by Chris Stokes. Multiple band members were molested, including Marcus Houston, but Marcus used to also molest them. So, and I don't know if that's because, you know, obviously Marcus was with Chris Stokes in the beginning of IMX. So it could have been like you started molesting him, you started grooming him, and then he started molesting others in front of you. Like, who knows? So with, because the history with Marcus Houston and his group, so they started immature when they were really young. Really young. And then when they got older and more mature, they turned it IMX. IMX. So was but they it the were immature managed, days or the IMX age? They were, uh, I think he was managing them from the immature days. Oh, okay. And, um, Are they all the same age, or is Marcus Houston Marcus older? Houston is slightly older than the B2K members. Like, so it was immature, and then they turned into IMX. Right when they turned to IMX is when B2K came about. Okay. You know, Marcus Houston is Amari's older brother. Um, For real? I thought that was fake. No, that's his real half-brother. Get out. Yeah, it's his real brother. So, different mom, same dad? I can't remember. Or the other way around. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I know they're they're actually truly related. Okay. And um, yeah, because Orion and Marcus are not related. Who? Orion, which is Amari's He's, younger brother. Yeah. He actually is sung too. Okay. Um, so they're not. So Marcus and Orion are technically not brother and sister. So that's what I'm saying. So it's one side. Like he has a brother on this side and a brother on this side. But anyway, so I think... Oh, okay. So I went ahead and Googled that. Um, it says Marcus Houston and Marion are not half brothers. Oh, he has two siblings, uh, Brandy and Daniel Houston. The website also answered the question as whether Marion is Marcus's brother. It is revealed that the two are not siblings. Okay, so maybe that was just a selling point that they I had? I think that was just a marketing ploy. A marketing? Okay. Because I thought but, um, Amarion's brother was Orion. It is. Okay. That's his little brother. Okay. Uh, they look just alike. They so do. you yeah. can't. there's no denying that one. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, then they said Janae was Little Fizz's cousin. So maybe they were just all trying to keep it in the fan. I mean, yeah. trying to for image, whatever. But either way, the whole thing is when B2K came out after they turned into IMX, they were probably like a good five, seven years older than B2K. Okay. members so they had been with Christo so that's they were more of a developed group when okay. B2K was coming out and B2K surpassed them I feel like with popularity yeah um and I think the group just kind of disintegrated it wasn't like a big rhyme or reason why the group broke up they just broke up and I think a lot of it had to do with what they were dealing with behind scenes hmm. um, because Amari when had a solar career and then everything else is disintegrated with yeah. it. Yeah. I think that's kind of hard, especially when one member has a very, he had a very successful solar career, Amarion. Yeah. Same reason with in um, sync once Justin kind of went yeah. off and did his solo group. I think the writing and was I on think, the wall. I think that's why Rasby kind of freaked out. Cause it's just like, after all of that, after all I went through, you up and leave and I'm left with nothing. Yeah. So I think, again, I think it was very much a groomed type of environment. 
um, with that record label period. Yeah. And I think with Marcus Houston, I think a lot of why he would groom such a young girl has to do with his past. And, you know, uh, you know, if you're abused, like you tend to grow up and be an abuser. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, sometimes True. the train, the, the, the cycle is not typically broken. Yeah. yeah. Hurt people, hurt people. Did y'all see this the other day? This was crazy. So, you know, the Dalai Lama, the Dalai Lama. Yes. I Did saw you that. see when he asked that the boy so to suck gross. his tongue? Yeah. No. So inappropriate. Yes. On cam, it was on camera. It was no. on camera. He stuck his tongue. He's like, suck my tongue. He's like, my tongue. The Dalai like, Lama? I was yeah. like, hold up. What? Am and I then, in and then nothing's happened. Nothing has That's happened. That's the crazy part. He put, he, they put out an official statement apologizing, saying he was playing. First, he actually, little boy did kiss him, right? If I'm not, if I pull the video up, little boy kissed him first. And then he said, suck my tongue. That's weird. A That's little so weird. boy. That's weird. And I'm like, if this was caught on camera, because there's people around, can you imagine what's In, not on camera? Yeah. Does it ever make you wonder, like, um, like biblical times and things like that, where it would be like really young girls that they would marry and they would be like older men, like 60s, 70s, multiple what are you wives. About old times. That happens now. I mean, I know, but that it was like normal then. Yeah, I guess it was normal. And I don't then. know. You know, over the time we decided it wasn't normal and that should stop. But I just feel like people, is it like an old mentality that they feel like it's okay for me to mess around with this 16 year old, 15 year old? Have you not noticed that it's um, typically like when, like R. Kelly, right? He got, he finally got time. What he he had coming to him. Messing with the little young girls and stuff. Mm -hmm. You'll notice, and even like uh, Jeffrey Epstein and all them, right? It -hmm. all came to a head. Mm -hmm. But why is it that these men that mess with little boys... How come that never actually, nothing ever actually comes to fruition? I don't think that? those boys are coming forward Even and actually if it's pressing charges. And there's been charges. Like, how are they able to get away with it? Like, I think because you, because that's why a lot of women don't come forward as well because of all the things you're going to have to do for you actually to get find justice. Like, yeah. be on a stand, be open to public criticism, go yeah. to court, be confronted so... with your abuser. All of those things, I think, especially I think for men, the stigma is it's like, shameful Mm -hmm. if you were molested as a male yeah and i it's already shameful for women it's already shameful for women and think about how many women don't come forward because of the emotional side of of being taken advantage of in that way and i think in the society is how we put men like you're supposed to be the pillar you're supposed to be the leader i think it's just men are just not as willing to come forward with but their I story. But I think that's why these older men, they especially the, the religious ones, keep molesting these little boys because nothing comes I think religious it. or men in power, even like polit- like like um men in politics, um I think that I think it's rampant in 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 there. Mm-hmm. I really I do. I just feel like so many young boys are getting molested and like we're not really helping them. We're so yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard. I agree. I mean, honestly, whether I don't think it's we really male, help anybody. Yeah, I, I think, I think also because Chris Stokes, like, when we don't, nothing happened. Like not even yeah. talked about, barely talked about, barely talked about. In fact, he got, you know, Raz B got ridiculed and felt ashamed. He and, did fall to shame. He, yeah, yeah like real people bad. jumped on him. Wait, wait a minute, that should be we put on Chris Stokes, but it's not. But it's it's hard. But I think because as a society, I think that when it comes to sex i think we always see it as this shameful act unless it's within marriage and i think that mm. we don't want to talk about it 
it's almost like keeping it keeping it in the closet, even though unfortunately for a lot of gay men and that seems to be front and center and the people are trying to legislate their their sex life and what they do behind closed door, but um or gay people in general. But um but I think when it comes to sex, especially because I think we've let religion dictate how we deal with that. Um mm that we should be more open when we talk about it, be more honest and be not seen as this disgusting act, but something that is natural and that everyone wants to, you know, most people participate in, want to participate in. There are some people who are asexual and, and have no interest, but um, I think we're, we're more open and discussing what what happens that but that we'd be it would be better for people but that's why i was talking about earlier like do you think it's like in biblical times how they used to view sexuality or sex and um with younger people like that's what i'm saying like i feel like just over the course of time we've pushed it in the corner and made it more of a a as you said, shameful thing, even though that is I mean, how it the was. Bible, the Bible mm-hmm. having some freaky stuff going on in there. So I, I don't mean, know. In the Bible, they were messing with little But young, that's what I, exactly. marrying younger. Marrying, like, even like. That all changed Look at like the one thing, like even when the country was colonized and, you know, and you, diaries for women and those little, those girls were like 14 marrying 45 year old men. But yeah. also you have to understand. Starting that life, to have kids. Yeah. Back then the life expectancy was also very short. So you're that talking true. about people, you're not living. But think about that. Even 70s, so, 80s, 90s, you're talking right, about but, 30s, 40s, maybe, maybe if you're lucky. In your but 50s. now we look at it as like, that's so weird. And we I do think that. it's weird. We put in rules but yeah, we started putting in rules and regulations because they used to sell their daughters off, literally sell yes, their daughters off 14 to 15 yeah, years but, old and marry a 40 year old man that's yeah. probably going to die in a couple but, uh, of years. But a part of that is, is that marriage wasn't seen as something that is done between people who, who love each other. It was marriage is a, as it was about, it was a transaction. It was a transaction. That and was business. growing your family name. Yeah. yeah that was that's why they had diaries business. That's, you know, you couldn't pass on, you know, women couldn't inherit land for that. So, so for you to gain power, you know, two powerful families coming together through marriage. That was, that was biz, um, whether that's in Europe with the Royal families. So or, when it was a business transaction, age did not matter. I don't think that was the most important thing. It was all about, and women were tend to be seen as a burden. Cause it's not like, you know, we can out there doing a whole bunch of stuff to be able to make money on our own. Women were seen as a burden. So you as a father or a parent, I'm going to hurry up and, be relieve myself of this burden and get you into someone. Well, that's else's what I was house. saying. I think I think just what I'm saying. It's like a business deal. Marriage, sexual. I mean, just being with somebody. I think all of that has changed drastically mm-hmm. over for the, the better. Yes, because decades ago, a millennia, it was, it was more acceptable. It was, it was okay to have a fourteen. It, that's what it was. If you hit now nineteen, it was like you were old maid. Yeah, right. Because back then, they, these girls <laughs> nineteen twenty, like you um, were old maid. Because Bridgerton. <laughs> No, it's funny because season two, yeah. she was she was like twenty in it or twenty one, and they were saying like if you don't get married in the next year or two, you're going to be considered a spinster. Yeah, and it's yeah. funny. I was just um, for some reason I decided to rewatch Mona Lisa Smile. Mm-hmm. I remember those all those girls were at that Wesley Wesley College, but they were like, and then their Julia Roberts was a teacher teaching them modern history, and. To see them talk about this is just in the fifties, where like you went to college, got a full on degree, 
and then they did nothing with it. What's the point of even going to college if you're just going to be like... To make well, you feel warm and fuzzy, like, oh, we allowed you to be educated. Yeah. Right? And you're one welcome. Of, and one of the students... Well, go sit down and raise those kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of the students, she was really smart. She wanted to be a lawyer. And they're like, yeah, you know, they only accept two women a year into their, you know, their law school. And one of the positions was specifically for a woman from this particular college. It was a woman's college. And I was just like, man, I... This was in the 50s, like, you know, the the story took place late 50s. So I'm like, my mother was born in 1957. And I realized, wow, one generation ago, this was their life. Mm-hmm. But just think about it. You think about your grand, your grandparents and great-grandparents. They were having kids at 14. Yeah. So clearly it was okay back then. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And it was it was natural. It was it normal. Was, yes. That was the norm yeah. at that time. But, but also back then didn't have a lot of choice when it comes to birth control either. So I think that kind of changed. That shifts people too. That too. There's just yeah. so many different. Birth control yeah. was illegal any type. I mean, whether it's the pill, the diet, whatever. Well, it looks like we're heading back that way. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, all that stuff was You're illegal. This was in the, the 50s. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I feel like when that is crazy. things change, we have, we're given more choices. Which is funny because I feel like men decisions. are the ones that push that pill down people's throats. Huh? I just I from my experience I feel like men are the ones that are the ones that are all about the morning after pill they're ready to suffer down your throat I'll pay for it let's take it to the store right now before you go home hold on let me take we go ahead and take it right now in front of me like that kind of shit yeah but you know they're trying to ban it right yeah yeah I do but you know what it's it's funny it's mostly Republicans that are pushing that but they're the same ones they're the ones trying to push it down your throat the same ones as soon as their mistress get pregnant oh where can I get you to go get this abortion they'll find a loophole because they because they also know that they have the ability to they have the so means to get to what they need when yeah. it comes to that. Yeah. Certain people don't. So, but yeah, either way, they know I the rules think, don't apply to them. Yeah. I think with Marcus Houston, like I said, I think all of this is just him trying to cover up his pedophilia, mm-hmm. even though I don't even know if, you know, and now you talk about bringing Kier Stokes into it. It could be where yeah. he saved the girl. I don't know, but I'm telling, I'm saying, you're trying to deflect on the fact that you were with a but young girl. But I feel girl. like we should tell them what we found out. We, After doing a little bit more research on the break, we found out that that girl was actually with Chris Stokes when she was very she, young. She, allegedly. Well, uh, uh, allegedly, okay, so the girl um, was reported missing. His wife was reported missing at the age of 15. Um, and then uh, supposedly he quote-unquote adopted her but they can't find the papers but she does have posts where she was calling chris stokes dad and saying that blood is not the only thing that can make somebody your dad he's her father figure she's he's at the wedding i think he's one the person that walks her down the aisle which to me this whole thing makes me think now like and if he groomed marcus houston it could have been something where marcus felt like he was safe like it could be something where he was the girl was with the because like I said, she was caught, she was reported missing. But I thought she, she did not come into the spotlight 12. again until she was 18 years old. Okay. We need to, she was, I think they this. met her. I think he met her when she was 12, 12 to 13. I don't think they actually, and you know, like I said, it could have been something where he was texting her here and there, but when you're 13, 
talking. That little girl was talking is you being you talking is being together. She's been through a lot, and she was with Chris Stokes. Probably, she's probably seen a lot, which is again the grooming part. Marcus was also molested, so he probably has some. You never know. Kinks of his own. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. When it comes to this whole situation, like I said, as soon as that k- popped up and it was due to that tweet that she had and people started doing the math, they'd be like, this doesn't make any sense. Thus, he did that interview and really honestly just digged himself an even bigger hole where people were looking at him side eye. Um, I feel like this is definitely a situation where he groomed her. It's. I feel like maybe they did have sexual relations before she was of age. I still think the relationship is inappropriate. hundred percent. Um, and so at the end of the day, I feel like what will happen is that eventually one day she will mature enough and hopefully be free. And speak um, out on her story. And right. speak out on her story. Because at this point now, I, hope, I'm really I feel like we should go ahead and do a little... I want to figure out, because I know with Rasby, it was like a lot of covered stories. He's the problem. He's mental health issues. He's this, he's that, which, to your point, is one of the reasons why men don't come forward. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. We cannot miss another like, week. We won't, guys. We won't. <laughs> we have too much to talk about. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on the platform you're listening on and leave us a review. We want to support local businesses, so if you'd like us to shout out your business or if you have a topic suggestion or even questions for our QA section, we want to hear from you. So reach out to us at letmefinish at gmail.com. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram at letmefinish. Don't forget that the E in me is the number three. You can find me at newjillianhudis on Instagram. Stacy, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram, Mrs. Cams01. I'm also on TikTok, Mrs. Cams01, M-R-S-K-A-M-S-01. And Janice, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at Uniquely Janice and Facebook and TikTok. I'm just Janice Housen. Okay. See you next week. See you next week. See you guys then.